bottom line on new cruise 92.7 fm welcome to a new month this is uh, the month of march today is march first and of course it is a significant day as the national assembly will today commence a clause by clause voting and proposed amendments to the 1999 constitution although uh, we have only just been ushered into the month of march uh, yesterday the national uh, labor congress uh, nlc marched on the national assembly demanding lawmakers support for local government legislative and judiciary autonomy uh, specifically they want the leadership of the national assembly to include in the exclusive legislative list autonomy uh, for the judiciary state legislatures local governments as well as give powers to the independent national electoral commission INEC, to conduct all local government elections in the country Uh, speaking on their behalf, President of the NLC, Ayuba Waba, said uh, governance at the grassroots level has been mortgaged by a few individuals with vested interest, hence the need for local government autonomy. The organized labor were not the only ones who marched on the National Assembly. The students under the aegis of the National Association of Nigerian Students also protested. Uh, but as uh, voting commences at the legislative uh, chambers uh, today, we would like to run through a number of considerations uh, and why they must either be passed or stopped by the lawmakers. <music> This morning on the program, bottom line, uh, we have uh, on the phone, we have been joined uh, by uh, Barista Morakio Ogili. Good morning, Barista Morakio Ogili. Happy New Month. Thank you for joining us on bottom line this day. Good morning, Barista Ogili. Good morning. We can hear you. Good morning. Hello? Okay, I guess uh, we are, well, well, of course, we can actually feel that you're there. Uh, maybe we'll see what we can do about that. Good morning, Barista Muraki Ogele. Thank you for joining us on the program today. Good morning. How are you doing today? Uh, very well. Thank you very much. Uh, we sincerely appreciate you for creating time to join us on the program this uh, morning. Uh, Barista Ogele, before we get uh, into the other uh, considerations, uh, the proposal for state police has been yeah. expunged from the clauses for consideration. Uh, what do you make of uh, this development? Well, uh, you know, they were never sincere from the beginning, so... Were never I, sincere. <laughs> yeah. They, they just need um, to have uh, the whole of the Federal Republic of Nigeria under their command. Hmm. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Please go ahead. So, 
uh, they don't uh, really want something that looks like uh, autonomy to the federating units. They mm. still want to control the Nigerian police from Abuja. So that's, that's all I make of that. Mm. So you, you, you don't think that uh, uh, the development is healthy uh, for... It's the... not. For a progressive country that we so much a desire and uh, a way to actually address the security situation in this country. No, it is not. It is not. It is not. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, in advanced country, people are allowed to protect themselves. I, I would more, I would so much like uh, my brother from the state to be the one in charge of my security mm. than somebody that we can't even communicate effectively. Okay. So, so I, I, I like I'm from Ikerekiti. Somebody who is a policeman in Ikerekiti, if he misbehaves, I know his family house. Uh, <laughs> beyond going to the authority, I can easily tell uh, his family people this is what this person is doing. But then, you know, uh, infractions happen here. You just find out that suddenly the policeman is transferred. You, you can't even be, uh, lay your hands upon the person who, who has uh, actually committed the human rights abuse. Mm. And then, so, it, it, then the passion is not there. The way you protect your own people will be different from the way you protect somebody who you are not uh, actually, uh, you don't uh, share any common uh, history. Mm. So, 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 Barista Ogele, let's look at some other agitations. And of course, uh, what uh, some other Nigerians concerned Nigerians are expecting if we uh, are going to have. Uh, a constitution that will definitely serve us better. Uh, the NLC yesterday, talking about the Nigerian Labour Congress, uh, they were demanding local government autonomy uh, and that INEC should uh, take charge of even elections at the local government level. Uh, why should lawmakers give INEC that responsibility? I, why, I don't know if you have to actually look at both issues together because uh, to me, of course, uh, they are related, but they are two different issues. But let's start with uh, that is your Vinek now, because according to the, 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 the NLC yesterday, it is better for INEC to conduct out of these elections. Uh, when we consider the outcome of uh, the elections we've had, local government council elections that we've had in the country in the past, even recently. So why do you think INEC should give, uh, the lawmakers should give INEC this responsibility? Well, uh, at the end of the day, it's a boardhouse to how sincere INEC can be. We've mm. seen a lot of elections they have conducted. If, uh, if INEC as a whole has uh, been uh, an institution which Nigeria really believes in, they wouldn't be added to all processes we are seeing in court. So mm. giving that responsibility or not giving them the responsibility might not actually solve the problem. We should check section 162 sub 8 of the Constitution and see where the fault is. Mm. You know, we are talking of a public revenue. And uh, right. you, you say um, an account should be open for the local government, but who is in charge of this account? Does, does, it, does, does it really matter if INEC conducts the election or the state government conducts the election when the money coming, when the federal allocation gets to the hands of the governor and then it doesn't release it? What, what difference does it make? Uh, we, we, we shouldn't uh, be uh, majoring in minor. Let's address the issue. Local government autonomy is a matter of uh, finance. Okay. It's a matter of finance. So, uh, are you? I don't know where you stand right now, going by your submission. I don't know where you stand. Okay, on Heineck, you don't think Heineck uh, should be given that responsibility because you feel that Nigerians even do not really trust them 
and they have not really uh, proven uh, to be uh, very transparent in the elections uh, that they have conducted. Is that your position on local no, government, no, no, no. No, no, on the sorry. conduct of local government elections? My position is that even at that, it wouldn't really address the issue of autonomy. Hmm. As, let, let Jesus Christ come down from heaven and conduct the local government election and put somebody there. As long as that person is still collecting money from the governor, from the state government, the person might not perform. Hmm. So whether INEC conducts the election or the state government conducts the election, it, 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 it goes to no issue. It's just, it, to me, it's a distraction from what we should be talking. We should be talking on how the money coming from Abuja gets directly to the local government. Okay. How the money coming from Abuja gets directly to the local government rather than going to the state government uh, who uh, will now sit over the money or decided to... Who has been mm. sitting over the money? Let's put this in proper perspective. Mm. Who has been sitting over the money? Who? Yes. Uh -huh. uh, we're, so we're asking you the question. I'm asking, I'm putting that to you as a question. That uh, is that your position that the state yeah. government, when the money gets to them, they don't give to the local government? Yes, now we all know. Mm. So they, don't, they don't give to the local government. So the idea of the INEC conducting the election, whoever conducts the election, is not really my business. My business is how will that guarantee autonomy? And uh, it's quite unfortunate that um, it will not guarantee autonomy. But then it's a welcome idea anyway. At okay. least um, let uh, Heineck conduct the elections. That's their responsibility. Okay, it is their responsibility. All right, well, so what guarantees do we have? That autonomy, real autonomy, will actually equal uh, large-scale development at the grassroots level. And I mean, I mean, if the local governments have this autonomy, financial autonomy, what guarantee do we have that it will equal large-scale development uh, at the grassroots level? Well, uh, I, I think the answer is in history. The best time that the local government has performed has been the times where they control their own money. Mm. So they, they, they will perform, you know, when, when, the, when the monument for the local government gets to the hands of the governor and then you divert it into something else. You know, mm. it, it, it's commonsensical that the governor will not see what is happening in my, in my streets. But mm. it is possible that the councillor will see it and then report to the chairman. Mm. So, these things are, are, are a matter of common sense. Like they are all known to all Nigerians, even the oppressors. Except we don't want to face the reality. You said the, the oppressors. Who are these oppressors you're talking about? Well, the, the capitalists who have taken us all into ransom, giving us explanations that doesn't work, always distracting us at every point. Mm. All right. Well, uh, as a lawyer, you are, you are a legal practitioner. There is an alteration that concerns you. Uh, it is uh, the, the, the bill seeking to alter the Constitution uh, to legalize uh, virtual court proceedings. Uh, we have seen that, that test run uh, during the pandemic period, but uh, what difference uh, would that make? What difference do you think that would make? Well, uh, I think um, if the world is moving, we should, always, well, we should always also move with the world. Uh, virtual proceeding is a welcome development, but then the, the major challenges we have is how effective service providers are. Hmm. But then uh, either you like it or not, we have been using it, and then we, <laughs> a lot of uh, pronouncement has been made via virtual proceeding, hmm. and then it has been enforced. Okay. And so it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, it's a step in the right direction. But mm. then the, we should try as a nation to provide 
um, all that is needed. All that is needed. Mm. Especially the service providers. Because mm. uh, it, it, it will be very bad at, at uh, the middle of a, an important pronouncement. Well, uh, let's look at uh, uh, this other issue. Senior advocates of Nigeria, uh, some of them, uh, they actually rejected immunity for CJN. Talking about the chief judge of Nigeria and others as national, or, or as uh, the votings will be taking place today. Uh, some senior advocates of Nigeria yesterday, they rejected the proposed uh, immunity clause for the chief justice of Nigeria, the uh, Senate president and the speaker of the house of representatives uh, i don't know i don't know what your position is uh, concerning this uh, we've had these uh, issues discussed uh, uh, by nigerians uh, many times what's your take on this uh, yes as we as, as it stands right now it's only the president the vice president the governors and the deputy governors that uh, enjoy um, autonomy uh, that immunity i beg your pardon so now that uh, they're talking about the cjn the Senate President and the Speaker of the House of Representatives, uh, what do you make of this and the position of these uh, SCNs? Well, the the first thing is, what is the immunity even doing in our Constitution? Hmm. That's that, 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 that the first question we should begin to ask ourselves. We are still talking of how to remove the immunity clause, uh, protecting the uh, a major executive order. Then you want to ask some other persons to it. I, I, I don't think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's in the right direction. Because the immunity clause that will shield you from criminal activity. Are you a criminal? Are you planning to commit crime? Mm. You don't need it. Mm. So you you think that we don't need uh, the immunity clause at all? You know, so there are some people, some proponents of this uh, clause. We also uh, talk about the distraction uh, that uh, uh, the governors and the presidents get when they are uh, being taken to court now and again. Uh, there are these distractions together and how these uh, affect uh, their job of governance. Well, uh, uh, at the end of the day, it's it, it that we are claiming that uh, our own democracy is more advanced than that of the U.S. If they try to remove <laughs> their president, so I don't think it should cause any distraction. As a matter of fact, a good president, there are all other ministries that work. Does the president do everything? Mm. The, the ministry is there to work. As a matter of fact, in a system that works, you can, you, the, the country can, can, can function effectively mm. with, without the president appointing ministers or even being around mm. in the country that works, where the system works. Mm. All right, well... So it's not the president that will authorize the payment of worker salary in a city state, so I don't know the distraction they are talking about. Let's just remove that immunity clause. Mm. Okay, immunity clause should even be removed for the president, uh, vice president, deputy governor, uh, governors and deputy governors. That's your position this morning, Barry Samurai yeah. mm. One Nigerian should be more equal than the other. Mm. All right, well, moving away, moving away from that one, there is a particular bill sponsored by uh, Nke Ruka. Um, Onye Jorcha is a, is a lawmaker from APC and, uh, of course, uh, in Abia State and 119 other members. This particular bill seeks to alter sections 48, 49, 71, 77, 91, and 117 as the 1999 National Constitution by creating one senatorial seat and two federal constituency in each state and the FCT for women.
that's for women, creating one central seat, uh, two federal constituency in each state, an FCT for women, reserved for women, at least one seat out of the three central seats, and then two uh, federal constituency uh, slots for women. Is this uh, good enough uh, to be considered and passed, uh, Barista Ogele? I thought we are all equal. No, there's gender equality. I don't think gender equality entails that some uh, gender should enjoy one privilege over the other. Let mm. us all go to the field. So let's us all go to the field. Yes, as equal human beings. Mm. So no uh, preferential treatment for anyone as a human yes. being, as a citizen of the country, contest that uh, if, even if it's also even if it has to be a uh, men that will win all the seats you are okay by that oh yes you know it depends if you do your homework well you will win at least we have senator Lujim. Mm. yeah in uh yeah in uh, uh kitty state yes if you mm. do your homework well you will win it's not for you to now look for ways of uh creating some uh imaginary privilege let us all go to the field but when, you, but, but when you look at... Okay, but it's about moving away from uh, elective positions. Uh, this is just, of course, uh, uh, a digression. Uh, it does not have anything to do with this particular uh, bill. Uh, when we look at uh, moving away from elective positions and looking at appointments too, even what we expect, uh, what uh, it's actually the standard, do you think we have it in terms of uh, the positions uh, that we give to women here in Nigeria, 35% affirmative? Well, um, we have now entered the realm of politics. You understand how it goes. Mm. Uh, you recommend you play your internal politics well. You you, you use who you know. You, all these uh, apparatus are there for anybody who really wants to get there. Mm. Uh, at least in the Kitty State now, I don't know how true it is, but then there are women who are in the race. Mm -hmm. There are. There are. Okay, well, uh, Barrister Rocky Ogele, I think before we also ask you to tell us about some other considerations, some some other provisions that you expect that uh, will be actually addressed uh, by the lawmakers when they vote close by close today. I quickly need to ask you this one too. There is a section of the amendment seeking a separation of the office of the Attorney General and the Minister of Justice. Uh, so for the sake of the average Nigeria, give us some insight into the mandate of both offices and uh, what uh, difference it will make if both offices are separated. Uh, well, I don't really think uh, um, any difference that those will make. Like um, in Nigeria, trying to separate the lawyers from, uh, you know, when you say somebody is a lawyer and then you say somebody is a barrister or you are saying somebody is a solicitor. Mm. If you do your work well, then you will deliver. So separating the... Uh, the offices will mean that uh, more waste will go into taxpayers' uh, money mm. because you have to pay the office, uh, the two offices that will be created. I think mm. one person should uh, continue to function. 
one person should continue to function because we've also listened to some other legal practitioners like yourself to have the opinion that these are two separate offices and these are two uh, separate functions that of course like you said uh, we should actually bring this uh, together if we don't want uh, if, we, if we want to actually curb waste but in terms of their functions that one is actually representing the people while the other is actually for the government and so there is some kind of uh, uh, confusion sometimes when you see someone who is supposed to be speaking for the people now happening to uh, happens to be defending the government more. What do you make of that? Well, um, since the positions are not elected positions, whoever no. comes in will work for the government. Mm. So let's let's not uh, just mix things up. The positions are not elected positions. No. Whoever will come in will work for the government. Mm. So I don't think uh, none of them will work for the people. Mm. Well, uh, Barista Miraki Ogele, I must say a very big thank you to you this morning, but I, I don't know if there are other considerations that you still quickly want to uh, mention mm. before yes, we say back. I think um, talking about um, constitutional amendments, which also amend Section 2 of the Nigerian Constitution, which brings us to this uh, marriage of inconvenience, where it was written that Nigeria is one indivisible and indissolvable uh, sovereign nation. Even marriages today are broken. So why then uh, say that um, you have brought people together and they can go their separate ways? I think Section 2 should also be amended mm. to give room to uh, procedures of um, uh, succeeding uh, regions to go their own way. Mm. Section 2. Yeah. Okay, and aside, aside that, that's a big one, aside that. Uh, well, um, aside that, I also think uh, Section 231 should also be amended, and the whole section that looks like that, uh, giving the president the power to appoint the CJ, I think it should stop at the, uh, the National Judicial Council recommending and ratifying by the, the Senate. And that's office because um, you, you see that uh, judicial autonomy is uh, like a dream in Nigeria because the, the, the presidents, they are promised. So till you get there, you want to do the biddings of the president. When you get there, you want to do the biddings of the president. And it is to the detriment of the people. All right. As a matter of fact, the whole 1999 constitution should be replaced, not amended. Hmm should be replaced, not amended. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning. Barrister Maraki Ogele, we sincerely appreciate you. Uh, do have a, a great day. And uh, have happy new month to you. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, have a great day. Okay, you listen to our first uh, guest there this uh, morning, uh, Barista Morakio Ogele, who is actually a human rights uh, lawyer. Uh, we're talking about uh, the Constitution Amendment. The phone lines are already buzzing. Let me see if I can pick uh, one or two calls uh, before we go straight to uh, the next uh, issue for the day uh, on the program this morning, uh, just uh, on this particular one. 
uh, this is a big day today. Like we said earlier, it's a big day today. It's significant because the National Assembly will commence a clause by clause voting on proposed amendments to the 1999 Constitution. Uh, we have a caller here. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. thank you for calling. Good, good to have you, my brother. Thank you very much. Sir. Yeah, please go on. The issue of state, the issue of state police should have been the number one mm. thing on that area. Mm. Yes, because the primary responsibility of government is security and welfare of the people. And one of our major challenges right now, as a people, as a country, is the issue of security. You know, the state police is a major component of the federal state. You know, the, the plurality of the system which says that each component in this should set up its own unique security apparatus, you know. So I hardly would you see a federal state that is adopting this our own kind of um what would I put a unitary policing system. Mm. You know. But anyways, we, we all know how, how lame this national assembly is, with all due respect to them. You know, I know how lame they are. Ahmed Lawan and Bajabi Amila, they are both at the mercy they are both there at the top at the mercy of uh, Rock and, and Bodilon, you know. So I wasn't expect much on that. For me, the issue is that uh, it's akin to that of the hand of hand of uh, Isa and voice of Jacob, you know. So and uh, you know, they shouldn't have they shouldn't have done away with that. And finally, what we need is a new constitution. A new you know, constitution. You cannot put a, a you cannot put a new structure on the faulty foundation. It won't work now. Just discuss it. Thank you very much. Sir. Thank you very much, Itayadiye. Thank you very much. Have a great day. A sincere appreciation to you. Let's uh, have more contributions. Oh, eight one six seven eight one four one three two and oh nine one five three eight eight six five nine. Oh, I have another caller here. Good morning. Morning, sir. Yeah, good morning, sir. I'm your daily from Mikade, sir. Thank you for calling, Mister. Your daily. Let's have your contribution. I want to talk about uh, the immunity that granted to the governor deputy and the president. Okay. It is, it is this community that has even uh, prepared them, encouraged them, mm. you know, to 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 to, to embezzle the money or to spend the money of the public money the way they like, mm. because they they, they, they they were so comfortable that for that four years or eight years they spent, they were covered with humility. What is humility? That humility is the one that create problem. You give them the chance, the opportunity, half a chance that they should not. So if there's no immunity, they themselves be very careful mm. that if they do this, if they do that, they may be sued to the court. But this immunity itself in the constitution is a problem. It's a corruption. Mm. Yes. It should be removed. All right. When there's no immunity, the governor will be will be will be very careful. To deal with any public uh, resources. All right. It Thank is you. after when they have uh, packed the money of the state, we now put a bag uh, as the bag. Say, you come and see me. After you have uh, buried the money, talk away. Come and show yourself to the AFCC. Come and see me. Come and prove me. Well, thank so, you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Thank I. I I Thank you very much, Mr. Yadili from Ikera here. We appreciate you. Have a great day. Okay, well, before we move to our next uh, issue, we can still pick one or two more. Uh, let's see. 0915 or 386590 816 
0814-814-1432. The lawmakers will be voting clause by clause today on the amendment of the 1999 Constitution. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Mr. Oshagun. Uh, happy New Month. Happy New Month to you. Okay, sir. Please let me have you, sir. My take on this uh, amendment to the 1999 Constitution, mm. like people have said, is that we need a brand new Constitution. All these amendments, I see it just as a jamboree. Mm. Uh, I, I don't think uh, something good substantially will come out of this exercise. All right. Hello. Wish that we could even eject it to this Constitution. Mm. We are talking about. The cost of governance that is too high, and I know that members of the mm. they can never go to that area, and mm. it's what is one of the things Nigerians want mm. that we should reduce these salaries and allowances of our political office holders. Right. And then, secondly, I'm looking to a, 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 a time that we could be very radical. In uh, our constitution, all right. Can't we put a law that will stop our leaders from going abroad on their medical tourism, or that if you are holding political office, you cannot send your children abroad for uh, education? All mm -hmm. these things will help us in Nigeria. Thank, Thank you. you. Good morning. Have Thank a you. Good morning. Day. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Oshagun. I appreciate it. All right, uh, we'll take a pause right now uh, with the calls and moving straight to the second leg of the program today, where we will be talking about uh, the ASU strike. Uh, we told you yesterday uh, there were protests across Nigeria, but in particular the FCT, where we had uh, students led by the National President Sandy Ashefon uh, protested, of course, to the National Assembly and then to the Ministry of Education, where they met the Minister of Education, Adamu Adamu, well, according to news, eventually worked out uh, on the students. So now uh, we have uh, been joined on the telephone uh, by a comrade, uh, Odebumi. Uh, we will definitely be speaking with uh, uh, comrade Odebumi, uh, Nansa leader, this morning. Good morning, comrade Odebumi. Thank you for joining us on the program. Good morning. Good morning. We sincerely appreciate you uh, for your time on the program this uh, Thank morning. Thank you very much. So, uh, well, uh, Comrade Dewodebumi well, is actually the Chief of Staff uh, to NANS President. I'm talking about uh, Comrade Sunday Ashefo. Uh, so, well, so let's quickly talk about what happened yesterday. Uh, we've had some versions, of course, uh, on the national dailies for today. So, did the newspapers report uh, what actually happened? Did the newspaper reported, uh, report it out of contest? Did the minister truly work out uh, on you people? Yeah, yesterday, when, during the protest, we were at the Minister of Education attempting to lock the gates by ourselves. Mm. Uh, we blocked all the major entrance. You attempted to lock the gate of the ministry? Gate, yes. Hmm. But in the, because of the security uh, personnel there, they did not allow us. Then we have to make sure that we 
we, we drop our bed, the gas cooker and everything to block all the major entrance. So you wanted to picket the Ministry of Education? Mm. Yes. Okay. In, in the course of that, we realized that the minister is inside, is in the office. Okay. So we were like, okay, we, we will not allow him to go out today until they call off the acid strike. So the security personnel present, they try to talk to the minister. Then the minister talked to us that he wanted to meet with us. We refused. But because of the way the security people talk to us that is it not the solution we are looking for that it's better we dialogue with him then we have to uh, attend to the, uh, to oblige then get into his office uh we try to make him realize some of the pains we are passing through mm. and we talk to his face the most the one that made him got annoyed was when that president made him to realize that we saw it on social media when he was celebrating his, his son that graduated in UK, mm. that he became minister in 2015. Mm. His son graduated last year, I think December. Mm. So it shows that it was during when he was minister that he sent his children, those his, uh, children outside the country to go and study. Mm. Because four years or two years, because whether it's if it is uh undergraduate or is uh, postgraduate both people within the period that where the period that the man became minister mm. so because of the way we talk to his face and we also ask him question how did he find it so peaceful or for him to sleep comfortably and see the children of the poor masses walking on the street without returning back to school so you see those things as insults. Maybe it's expecting us to be praising him or to be calling him daddy or honorable. So the way we talk to his face, the next thing we see is he just stood up and walked away from us. So from there we started chanting that. Okay, were you were you were you were you in his office then or outside uh, uh, the we were, the ministry? We were, the meeting was held inside the conference room of the ministry. Okay, the conference room of the ministry. Okay. Yes. So he allowed you to come in. He sat down to listen to your agitations and to your grievances uh but he thought that uh he felt insulted by your approach yes Maybe, you know one thing is expecting us to he told it to us that he's expecting us to be attacking asu mm. that we're supposed to be attacking asu and ask them some questions without we made him to realize that attacking asu on what basis that if it were to be maybe an election period they will find it. Uh, they will look for all means to raise funds mm. for the uh, for the election. They will look for all means to make sure that okay, they get their salary being paid or extra for everything, any of their movement. But when it comes to education, they will be telling us that there is paucity of funds. The country economy is not good and the like, giving us excuses. Those are the things we told him, and to him maybe he find it difficult to defend himself. He find it difficult to manage the. The, the question, those questions. The next mm. thing for him, he walked out from us. He walked later out. On, he started begging and he came back later to beg okay. us. Not the same period. Okay. He came back later, sending people to beg us. And okay, he sent, he sent people, he sent officers yeah, of the ministry he and uh, his aides to beg you. Or he came back yes, he physically. The, he came back in permanent person. Secretary. Permanent he secretary. Secretary. He has a uh, Nigeria University Commission, that's the executive secretary of uh, LUC, mm. also the time registrar, 
they all came to appeal to us that uh, the, the way we told the question to him is what made him to just uh, move away from us. Then we refused, but they talked to us that let's look for way forward. It's not by fighting. Let's look for the way that, okay, student will go back to school. So we have to welcome him back, but not in his office anymore. We asked him to come and meet us where we are, and he came down. As a minister, he talked to us, he apologized. Okay. And, uh, he table our demands. Okay. And he promised that, okay, in, in, in a short time, in a few time, they are going to call us back to Oh, interesting. Our interest is to want to go back to Oh, interesting. Many people did not get uh, that part, that, uh, that issue was later resolved. Uh, okay, interesting to know that he came back to you and addressed you, promising that uh, the issue... Uh, the lingering strike will uh, be uh, uh, addressed. But if I may ask you, uh, if I may ask you, the protest in the last 24 hours, yes, you had yours at Abuja, of course, uh, in the Kitty here too. We also uh, were aware that the students there, particularly the XU chapter uh, there, also had their protests too. So the protest in the last 24 hours, do you think it has had any impact? On the discussion set to take place between government and ASU. Yes, uh, the protest is a continuous uh, one. But what we, why we are waiting for? We, we table our demand yesterday that we want to be part of the negotiation. We want to know the real thing because when you look at the demands of ASU, majority of it are not on public. Uh, they, are, they are not on media. They are not. They are not in public. Mm. So things they are hiding. Either from MG or the ASU. There are some things that they are, they are hiding, they don't want the public to know. So okay. we we are demanding that we want to be part of the negotiation. We want to know you can't be you can't be dictating, you can't be saying you are fighting for us when we, the students, do not know even the, what you are fighting for. Mm. Every time ASU has, will be telling us that what they are fighting for is for our own sake. But mm. we realize that it is just 30% that is for students. Others are for the welfare of their members. Mm. Not for students. So you have issues with ASU too. That's what you're saying. We have issues with ASU too because ASU did not see us as a part-time program. Mm. They did not. They, 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 there are some things they're supposed to call us and see us as a partner in progress. Like yesterday, I told them, those protests are only limited to students. No. Yesterday, to me, I'm expecting a labor union that calls themselves ASU to also join us. If in our midst yesterday we are seeing professors. Joining us yesterday, then it will send a signal to president of the country that no, in the educational sector things are not going well. So, 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 you, you, you made a, a very big one now talking about uh, some of the demands of ASU, and you say uh, just about thirty percent uh, is for the students and the universities here in Nigeria. That uh, the rest uh, are for ASU members. So let me just put it this way: to what extent? Uh, do you consider the demands of ASU valid? To what extent do you consider their demands valid? Yeah, you, every every labor union, the purpose the purpose is to fight for the welfare of their members. Mm. So while we agree with them that they should keep fighting for the welfare of their member, it is their own uh, let me say fundamental right. Mm. But part of our own concern is just because they cannot be using students as a bait. Mm. They should look for alternative means of the, uh, fighting for the for their rights. Mm. Not every time you want to use the same system 
that every time strike, 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 at the end of the day, you see them, you say, okay, there is one uh, understanding that uh, they will release starting from, the rest will be paying in subsequent time, they've signed an agreement. At the end of the day, it will be up last step or another year again, they will be embarking on strike. Mm. So to do strike, to, to, to not, strike shouldn't be every time the, 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 the last option for them, because it's not working. Since 2009, they've been back on series of strikes, and up to now, nothing has come out of it. So our, our own is, part of our demand is, we want to end, they, they should end it permanently. Mm. So yesterday, the minister made us to realize that they, they've talked to them, to the leadership of ASO, and uh, they've made them to realize that 2009 agreement cannot, if they can't go by it, all right. Because there are some things that cannot come to reality in it. Mm. So I think two of them, they've set up a committee to look at the one that is realizable mm. and so that we can have a permanent solution to it. So the minister promised that he's assuring us that there will be a permanent solution to it, that that's the major way that they can do it. The one they cannot do uh, among the 2009 agreement, they are going to let them know point black that this one is not realizable. Uh, it's not realizable. Mm. Well, uh, the other one that we are not happy with, I've never, I, we don't know the reason, the rationale behind their uh, fighting against IPPS. But to be, to be, to us, we have never seen where uh, an employee will be dictated to uh, an employer. How is the, he should be paid? Hmm. Well, well, you 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 seem to have a lot of issues with uh, your teachers, uh, the lecturers too. Asu, as nuns looked for an opportunity to also have a, uh, a conversation with Asu on some of these uh, reservations that uh, you have made about their demands. Thank you very much. Series of time, not even now. Since the inception of this leadership led by Comrade Sunday Ashapur, series of time he has tried to approach the national president of ASU. ASU. We've sent letters, we've, we've messages on phone, calls. It will be the one we used to, the answer is given to us is that Nance President should go back to his chapter chairman uh, of ASU to go and ask those questions that he's not having time to sit with us. That Nance President should go back. It's at least we felt insulted. It's an insult to be telling the Nance President to go back to his school. What if he's from Polytechnic? What if the Nance President is from College of Education? Will he be going to his state and be looking for uh, which university will I go and look for chapter as Shiama? So we felt insulted. So you are saying that, that uh, uh, Asu is not ready? That's an easy thing that they don't want us to know. We've demanded many times. That we want to meet with them. Hmm. So, so it appears that they are not ready to uh, sit down with uh, the students and have a conversation. Yes, because there are some things they are hiding. That, hmm. That's the way we see it. There are some there things, are some things that the lecturer, the university lecturers are hiding. Yes, among their demands, among their demands. Because if it's for us as they claim, I think they should put it to the public and say, my, my children, because we are like children to them. My children, those are the things we are demanding for. Those are the things that will benefit you people that we are demanding for. This is just the few that is of our own welfare. That, those are the things we, we, are, we, we, we are expecting them to do. But ever since we have been asking for meetings, they have been dodging us, sending us back to chapter chairman uh, of our different schools. All right. Well, uh, just before just before we let you go, 
comrade Ido Wadebumi, just in case you're just joining us on the program this morning. And you are thinking or you're asking the question, uh, who are we speaking to this morning on the lingering asu strike and the protest by uh, Nigerian students? We have on the phone this morning, uh, comrade Ido Wadebumi, comrade Ido Wadebumi is the chief of staff to NANS president, uh, Kromit Sunday Ashefan. He was at the meeting yesterday where uh, the leadership of NANS met with uh, the Minister of Education, Adam Wadam. According to him, he worked out on them, truly, as been reported on the pages of some national dailies. But he later uh, came back to apologize and address uh, the uh, student leader. So, uh, Comrade Odebumi, uh, uh, finally, finally, uh, if at the end of one month, uh, one in strike, the one month one in strike uh, declared by ASU. If at the end of this one month, because as a, as of yeah, yesterday, ASU said that they will continue with the strike. But if, if, if at the end of one month, ASU decides to extend uh, its strike, uh, what what will be the next line of action for the students? Thank you very much. Uh, part of our demand is to be part of the negotiation of which the honourable minister has started working on it. Okay. So if you are if you are part of the negotiation, I will see some reasons why uh, what the real thing that is happening there. Then we'll, this will guide us jealously to know what next for us to do. Mm. But our own, if the ASU did not allow us to be part of the negotiation, then we are going to definitely we are going to take it that the ASU did not want the progress of Nigerian students. Mm. So uh, part of our plan is to let them evacuate. The our camp, the staff quarters across all our campuses. You will, you we are going to. You will throw the lecturers out of uh, the staff quarters yeah, in Nigerian campuses. Is that what you're saying? saying? Yeah, if they fail to allow us to be part of the negotiation. The students did not uh, allot those places to the lecturers. The institutions did. What the largest stakeholders in every institution are students. Without students, there won't be any 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 lecturer. Without students, there won't be management. Without students, there won't be even a place called university, polytechnic, or college of education. So what mm. made an institution is students, the largest constituency. Mm. Well, uh, Comrade whatever we thank you very much for your time on the program this morning. We sincerely appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, and do have a great day. Happy new month to you. All right, well, you heard our guest there. Uh, second guest on the program on the second issue as you strike lingering as you strike it's just a one in strike according to us one month one in strike but as at yesterday uh, the president of asu the national president uh, talking about uh, professor manuel Oshodeke said that the strike will continue they are not calling off us and not suspending the strike uh, for now but uh, well uh, we'll hope to see what will happen at the end of the one month uh, what the reaction of us would be if the federal government would have reached a conclusion to with them on how to meet their demands and the students now they're talking tough on how to actually address this issue 
because they feel that, uh, you know, just like we've always said, uh, when uh, two elephants fight, um, uh, the grass is there, will definitely uh, be, uh, will suffer. And so this is the situation right now, as many Nigerian students are not uh, being able to actually realize their dream of acquiring good education due to incessant striking at public universities. Well, we're up on the lines. Uh, you've listened to Comrade Dewarde, who is the Chief of Staff to the National President of ASU, Comrade Sandia Shefon. Uh, just a few minutes on our clock. Let's uh, get uh, some contributions from you, the listener, this morning. 0915-388-6590-816-781-4132. I think I have someone here already. Hello, good morning. Good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning, sir. I already Thank you for calling, Mr. Ayodele. Go ahead, please. As I used to say on this uh, program every day, which is bottom line, concerning the answer that is going on fight, I used to appeal to them to take patience and I have to perseverance for the students. They should allow this man, <coughs> the Minister of uh, Employment and Productivity, to finish his uh, tenure with this administration. As long as this minister is still in office, he will never allow them to achieve their agitation. I'm telling you, go and write it down. If they go for five or three years, as long as he is there, if he will not allow them to... Is there any you know that achieve any success under Igigi since a session of this administration? All right. No, no, no. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Yodele from Ikere, so that we can have others too. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Oh, I wouldn't know. I think we're having an issue with that particular line. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Oh, sorry about that. We lost two calls in quick succession there. Uh, we're really sorry about that. Uh, let's pick this one. All right. Uh, I wouldn't know. Our time is our time is fast spent already. Maybe we can just pick one. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Sir. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good morning, Aitayo. Good morning. Yeah, thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah. I think it's better late than never. All right. Nans, nans are waking up now, finally, finally. Hmm. You know, the nans has been so politicized over the years that they find it very difficult to, to confront government. Perhaps Sunday, I said, maybe one to another land. Because you look at nans, they, they are played numbers of his president. <laughs> you wonder what is going on. And the students, what they put in their play number as presidency. You know, so now has been politicized over the years. But if they wake up now, let's 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 get confrontational with this right. Maybe that's the only language they understand. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ita. I appreciate <laughs> your contribution. That's the show for today. Many thanks to my producer Samuel Lugemini and my executive producer Jide Gunli. Joshua Adebuta is my name. Bye for now. Help next is Shetigbo on Equus Ninety Point Seven FM. Ninety one point one.